1: from the fifth quarter studios in madison wisconsin you're listening to coach unplugged and now your host steve collins hey everybody welcome 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 we're so excited you decided to join us today before we jump in i'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors excuse me first of all dr dish um the number one shooting machine in the market not only innovative in technology and customer service and, and so easy to set up and use. I think a five-year-old could do it. I would not recommend it. Um, it's not super safe, but um, it is a safe machine, but I wouldn't have a five-year-old using it. I, I don't think they could get it over the net. Uh, mention Coach Unplugged and they could give you $400 off. Also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. I started teachhoops.com because I was a high school coach. I wish this had been up there for me. You know, I've, I've won at the highest level. We've won multiple state titles. We've been nationally ranked. Um, but I wanted to share things that I thought would be helpful for a high school basketball coach or youth basketball coach, college basketball coach. And that's why I started TeachTroops.com to make you a better basketball coach. And that's why we do one-on-one calls and office hours and why I give a 14 day free trial. Cause I want to help you. And if you only need 14 days, go kick, go kick the tires. Maybe that's all you need, but anyway, um, go over and check it out and, uh, let's head off to the podcast.
0: Um, I kind of implemented it just, but not like in a way you know that it was still you know school wide i kind of more so like you pass you cut right yeah the way if if you can get a ball screen to get out you get it out so we ran right. mainly in motion and then i found out that one of my kids is really good at at dribble driving okay. baskets so i started the second uh, during christmas break of 2018 going into 19 i watched a lot of kentucky Okay. I watched a lot of Memphis. And I watched a lot of um and, and even OU, we 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 run some types of dribble drive concepts. Um uh because uh but we also run a lot of sevens and at OU we ran a lot of sevens and eights, so like high ball screens right from the seven from the slot. Right. Yep. So yep. and and that created a dribble drive uh option and then you had a guy kick up in the corner so we cut out you would put a lot of emphasis on paint touches paint touches, driving kick uh so i, I kind of put that in there i was like i think this will work with my with my four guards and so i i kind of started to navigate towards that kind of the the, the winner of 2018 so i love that because i think what you did that, and that that's why i tell some of the
1: young, you, you adjusted like you got to adjust to what you got in front of you
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I had a I had a couple more kids that knew how to play, um, which was which was key, you know. And I didn't have that my first year, and I, I luckily I had a couple move um, that 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 really, you know, and one of the move-ins he's going to go, he's trying to go play college basketball against Wesleyan, which is our school's very first college signee, um, and then I got one more that's just – kind of trying to make a late decision now um you know it's, it's you a know,
1: tough time man. to be recruited right now man it is
0: very it's very oh.
1: um oh I've never seen anything like it like
0: yeah it's it's unprecedented because uh it, it really truthfully with with all the and I know I'm going off subject um really and truthfully with all of the the test scores going null and void and all of that it it really is like it's a it's a doggy doll world because those kids that may not qualify qualified now qualify. And so like the ones that, you know, may have had that chance to sleep in the back door, you having all these NEI schools and even some some NCCAAs getting kids that probably wouldn't have qualified to go there it had they, you know Yeah, it will be interesting how that falls out too. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So I try to tell all my kids, I'm like, you need to, like, if a coach is looking at you, you need to jump on that because right now it's it's not really, you know, everybody is it's free
1: game. And I don't know what these guys are going to do because they're not seeing as much film. They're not seeing, they've been basically shut down for the summer.
0: Yep. And, that, and that's one thing, and, and and as a little bit of an AAU coach and having some experience with recruiting, like I, I try to send as much film on my kids as possible. And and really, you, you know, you, when you're recruiting, like college coaches really only got time to look at about a minute worth of film. But right. I was – Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but right now, like because everybody's sitting at home and, and all that, um, I, I, I kind of put more like three- or four-minute film together because I was right. like, I want to see them – like I'm, I'm putting – their defensive highlights in there. I'm putting, you know, them catching, shooting, them dribbling, them, them screwing at the basket, them, like, if, how do they do against a really athletic kid? Because you can you can tell if a kid is athletic on film, for the most right. part. Uh, so I try, I try to be a little bit more, you know, vibracious in sending information out to coaches. So um, I, I try to play the game a little bit too uh, on that. And that's how one of my kids got recruited. Um, they saw him a couple years ago, but they need," he said. "They need to get a little bit more athletic, so we worked on that a lot during the offseason. And so, and he its had all really- who
1: you can defend. I'm yeah. telling you, man. The difference between a th- D3 kid and a D2 kid, and a D2 oh, kid yeah. and a D1 kid—can you? Can I stop you? Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, and, and that's what I told because they can all by that point.
1: If you're talking D1, you mm-hmm. have the skill set yeah. to score, to dribble, to you probably have the strength, you probably have the size. Mm-hmm. but can I stop you? Like yeah. it's that, it's that foot speed, it's that vert, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's some of it, you can't do anything about and some of it you can, but um, can I, and do I want to stop you too as part of it? But, <laughs> yeah.
0: But so, so as far as like me, like going to dribble drive, um, we, I, I really just wanted to, to not, And I have a deep playbook. Like, I I, I take stuff from people all the time. But I I don't like – I'm more so, if I put anything in, it's more ATOs. Like, we'll run this out of timeout. Like, so, if if I come out and I feel like we have an advantage off the tip, if we're going to win the tip, I usually put in, like, a a, a tip play, you know, start the game, get a quick – like, kind of a quick hitter. Yep. Um, But I I really try not to overload them with information. So – through our so through our um, through our dribble drive, I kind of put in a lot of like some pistol action um, mixed in with that. So I, I can I can adapt my dribble drive to just about anything. Uh, now this year I'll probably go with two posts. So I'm looking at more pistol actions going into this year because I got three guards and then I got two kids that really aren't that comfortable handling the ball yet which we're working on that but more so like you got two active rollers one one could be a popper one can be a roller and so now you now you have a lot of different actions happening at the same time so um more so just looking at that and if i mean if we get to play i mean i think we'll play somewhat some i don't know if it'll be in the fall but it might end up being the spring so <laughs> yeah,
1: it's gonna be interesting I, I i'm yeah i'm not totally convinced of anything as far as I'm...
0: yeah i mean Me neither. I mean, Oklahoma, they're trying to push the wheel a little bit. Um, I mean, our cases aren't as bad as a lot of places, but um, they're kind of like right now they're trying to cartel all this travel for like summer ball um, and try to keep all of our kids in state and and at least try to have some fall sports happening. Uh, So – but kind of as I'm getting prepared for my basketball season, I'm trying to figure out different ways, which I've been watching a lot of BYU – uh lately because they ran a lot of that like continuity five out with some pistol action so i'm probably going to try to go more of a three kind of a three and two but not really a traditional three two three out two in um so i've just been playing with it a lot
1: yeah and i know you sent a practice plan so when do you when do you tend to do offense defense and practice and how do you break that down um
0: more so i kind of go offense first um um so we and it, so we go we go offensive skills first. So like I, I mentioned, blood twenty two in our drill of the day, blood twenty two, blood twenty three. Right. Uh, we do a lot of dribble handoff, dribble drive, shooting. So like we'll, we'll go dribble. So we'll go dribble drive hand handoff from the right right wing. So my one will dribble handoff with the two. He'll get downhill, go for a layup, finish at the rim where me and one of my coaches were kind of defending and or putting our hands up and they just finish through the second time they come through, they do a, uh, they pull up at the nail or they, they get to the paint, do a floater, uh, or then they get to, you know, the, the, the elbow, do a jumper, and then they'll come off that dribble handoff and shoot a three. So we'll do a lot of that, like for, you know, a full progression type thing. Right, um, and then we'll 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 mix in like dribble handoff. So we'll have a three on the other side of the court, and then uh, I, I I forgot my board at at the school, or so I would. That's okay. <laughs> um, but you got the one, and you got the three on the opposite wing, the left wing. <clears throat> One's kind of in the slot, and the two is in the corner. So what you will do is we'll do kind of kickback. So the one will dribble handoff with the two, get downhill, pretend like somebody stops there, be the a coach there, or we'll just Kind of have him. He'll come to a drop step, kick back to the to the three man that kind of lifted from the the wing to the top of the key right behind the two makes the pass and gets out to the wing. And right. Or we can develop that into a kick back and then a, a kick out to the three and the three gets the I mean the two gets the, the shot on the uh, on the opposite wing. Right. So it's just kind of teaching them how to move. Right. And kind of, yeah, and and teaching them that. Once you make a play, you just don't stand there, which yeah. is a is a big pet peeve of mine when I watch, you know, basketball, especially, like, some summer AAU stuff.
1: Oh, God, like, don't it. want to watch summer AAU. What are you doing, man? Yeah. It's like – it's like <laughs> – it's like – four. You might I tell some of them, you might as well bring a lawn chair, like, yeah.
0: and just <laughs> lay back and watch because it's mm-hmm. like there's so
1: much standing. That's yeah, what just drives totally me
0: bonkers. True. Yeah. So, so we try not to um, – to to do any of that, um and probably here in a little bit, I'll probably I can, I can probably share my screen, and I can kind of show you. A little oh yeah, clip. hold on.
1: Let me. I gotta probably let me click on that because I probably have it in school mode. There we go. <laughs> For um, those of you, I'm a teacher, in Zoom in school mode is like don't share screens because yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I I could probably show you show you a little uh clip of if I could find it. Um, let me see. My internet's kind of being a little slow. But once it, once it loads up, then I'll, I'll, I'll share you. Okay, okay. Um, we, we, we put a lot of emphasis on – I mean, late in the year, last year, we had a lot of ball screens, like high ball screens from the slot. Okay. Um, and that really opened up a lot of things for us uh, because it really put the the defense in a bind a lot of the time, Because especially because we had a really good kid that could really drive, like drive, drive, drive. And then we had three-point shooters, but a lot of those three-point shooters were getting wide-open shots. So, um, so trying to figure out how to how to navigate that this year without, you know, some of those my leading scores. It's going to be a little bit more difficult. I mean, a little bit of a challenge as a coach to kind of get the best out of the kids that didn't get a lot of that that playing time last year.
1: Right, and the thing is, there's nothing better than playing time as far as I'm Justin. So it's like, I know. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um, here, let me. Okay, so let me. I'm a, I'm finding this clip right now. Uh, That's okay. Of us, um, can you still see me? Y- yeah, I can see you. Okay. Um, so, yeah,
1: you'll click on the specific share screen thing. As you're doing that, what what would you describe your coaching philosophy as? As you're doing this, so you can do um, that and this at the same time.
0: My 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 coaching philosophy is more. Um, you know, I, I I like to, from a from a program standpoint philosophy. I like to treat my kids as if they're adults. Um, I, I like, uh, I challenge them daily. Um, and, and I want them to be the best man that they can be. Right. Uh, that's first and foremost. Um, but as a, as a coach, my, my philosophy, more so teaching them, I, I want them to teach them how to be leaders of, of, of men. So like when they leave my program and they go to college, like, first and foremost, I want them to be the best human beings possible because basketball is kind of secondary. In high school, not every kid is going to go play college basketball, right? I mean, the, 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 I, mean I, I have one out of 15 kids go, you right? Know, and I might have two out of 15, but like next year, I probably only got one that's going to go out of that whole thing, so like do I cater to the kid that's going? Yes. But like, also like, right. It's like running a
1: class though. It's like, you don't forget yeah. about the, the kid that's going to Harvard, but you also yeah. got to worry about the kid that like is trying to graduate high school. Like, you know,
0: yeah. And, it's so, like you gotta- <laughs> and so my philosophy is more so it's, it's more, not really just basketball. It's, it's more so life. And so, um, but from a basketball standpoint, my philosophy is like, I, I want to be able to, to free my kids' minds right um, be, i want them to be free thinkers uh, i want them to be creative you know and when you're dealing with smart kids i mean kids are very smart if you allow them to be smart i don't I don't want to
1: well and you also have to hold them to you also have to hold them to that high standard like you know do you, i always say do you not want do you want me to hold you to a high standard or not like yeah. that's fine if like if you don't want me to, to have expectations for you tell me that but i'm going to hold you to a high standard about like being on time and treating people nice. I mean, I that's just what I'm gonna do. And if you don't, then we have to have a discussion.
0: But um, and, and I coach every kid differently, right? Um, like you can't I, coach I, every kid the same. No. You can't. Like one, like this year is gonna be a little bit different because I got a little bit more, you know, soft, mellower freshmen coming in. So like my demeanor in practice is gonna be a little bit different because they're they're a little bit on the softer side. Right, um, and that'll make pu- it, they're yeah.
1: puppies, man. You can't, yeah, you, can't, you don't treat a puppy the same way you treat a seven-year-old dog. They're different.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I know some kids on my team, like my leading score coming back. He, he's, 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 he's a really good player, really good shooter. Right, but he doesn't handle pressure very well. So, like, I'm not gonna go into practice and tell him, "Hey, I need you to score 35 points today, or we're not gonna have a chance to win." Right. Cause if I give him that, he's going to be zero and he's going to be over 30 and he's going to have a very bad game. And then I may not get him back for a while. Right. Like I may not get that, that confidence back. Right. So, so every kid is different. Like my, my point guard from last year, he's, I think he's going to be real. I mean, for this upcoming year, he was my sixth man last year, my backup. I think he'll be really good. Right. Uh, for, so from a point guard standpoint, like I think, I think I'll be able to do a lot of stuff because he's really good. But, I got to coach every kid differently. And so, and, and my, my philosophy is still kind of, you know, evolving uh, right now. Uh, uh, But those are kind of my cores. Like I I really want to be able to, to coach kids to be um, their own individual. uh, If that, that makes any sense.
1: Right. No, I I get it. I think that's, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, that, that's the, we're all teachers at the end, to be honest with you. We're not, like, necessarily. Um, what do you think the hardest thing to teach is?
0: Who, and, and what kind of – in what context?
1: Or whatever context uh, hey. you want. I mean, <laughs> in life or in basketball. I mean, what do you th- – I'm asking what's hard – I mean, there's the things that I could talk about in my classroom okay. that are hard to teach, but basketball-wise, what's the hardest thing to teach?
0: I think confidence. It's, it's really – I mean – you look at some of these NBA players, and 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 a lot of our kids watch NBA, and I try to I try to tell my kids to steer away from that, and even though I think college kind of basketball's kind of in a really weird situation right now because the talent level isn't as good, and, and you're seeing what I think will will help if some of the better basketball players, the one that are ready, like they don't do the one and done, they kind of just go to the G League and kind of migrate from there. Um, I, I, Cause I think if they do that, you'll, you'll see more kids going, you know, two to three, four years and you'll see a lot more investment and you'll see a better product, even though you won't have a star power, but every, I mean, th- there could be a buddy healed in every class. Right. So I try to get, I try to get my kids to watch a little bit more college. Yeah. Um, Because it's a little bit more teachable to what we do in high school. Right. Um, yeah. the, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you need a move and a counter move in high school. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need what you're watching on YouTube. Yeah, no you don't. <laughs> you need a move and a counter move. My best point guard ever, great kid about 5'9 five, 5'10, five, um had a move and a counter move and was unstoppable. That's all you needed. Like you, yeah. you you don't need tw- you don't need the stuff you're seeing on YouTube, you don't need the stuff all the trainers are showing. You need a move and a counter move in high school.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, kind of on your on your thing, like doing my skill training. I, I really like most of my most of my stuff is coming off of rips and one drill pull up, mm-hmm. or one one drill between the legs, something like that. I know. Like, my
1: I have a whole theory that the mid range jumper is like this thing that's been lost, and someone's going to eventually find it because there's openings in the mid range. Oh yeah, my, like- my my
0: my leading score last year. Shot 60% from mid-range. He got most of his shots at the rim and mid-range. And it opened up everything else for everybody else.
1: If you can shoot a 12-footer like uh, it's a layup, maybe not quite a layup, but shoot it in a 50%, 60% range, yeah. oh, my God, it's, you're going to get an open shot.
0: Yeah, I, I had a coach last year tell me, and we lost the game, but he said I was his hardest game plan because my, my kids shot at all three levels really well. And and I, I mean and we're we're attacking the basket a lot more than what you may think. You know, and we got in trouble in our last game of the year last year because we went up against six eleven kids. So like all of our drives were kind of negated because well that's they what fun. they got. You gotta you gotta work
1: on that on the runner and the floater, man. Yeah. The, and the that's Steve Nash did. stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And and that's what the with the IQ of my basketball kids sometimes they were like, I, I, I wanna challenge this guy because I feel like I could go get it. I'm like, no, like he has blocked your shot five times already. Like, do something a little bit different.
1: <laughs> right. And you're you not know? going to the free throw line, so it's not yeah. it's not beneficial to get in there because he's blocking well, he was, you. They're,
0: they're yeah. not calling fouls. and I'm like, well, because he's 6'11". Like, do you, I mean, you got you got to go literally attack his body in order to get a foul because if you're just up there flinging it up there and hoping it goes in, right? are not going to give a call. So, um, and, but that falls back on the confidence thing because confidently all year – I mean, we had played a couple of bigger kids too. So, like, he wasn't the first big kid that we saw. But confidently, all year we had been able to get there. Doing that game, I mean, we we scored sixty points in the game. Now, granted, we gave them ninety six because literally we cannot stop the the big kid. Right. Um. But I mean, we, we you shocked. almost have to you almost have to try to turn them over before they get at the half court. And they, and they have a they have a D one point guard and a D and a D one uh, post player. So like you're, you're in trouble. You're, we were already from a deficit. And and the crazy thing about it, is we shot 55% from three that game. Right. We were 15 for 29. Right. So like, It wasn't like we weren't, like, scoring and wouldn't shooting, but, like, our our field goal percentage from two was, like, 34%. Right. So, I was like, if you could have made some floaters or did some things. Yeah, work, you almost
1: needed to slow the game
0: down against yeah. a team like that. Well, yeah. we, we, tried, we tried everything. Trust <laughs> me. If you came and <laughs> watched me, I would sit like this. So. Oh,
1: that's the worst. So those are, li- those are listening right now on the podcast. Coach put it, both hands on the side of his face and just kind of, oh, my God. Whenever you see a coach do that, because I've done that. I've done that at the state tournament. I've done that, like, in a state finals. Just sat yeah. there gone like, oh, my God, there's nothing so, I can do.
0: To put in context, <laughs> so we lost 96 of 60 in this game. And this kid, this, this big kid, he actually just got an offer from SMU. Um, I mean, and and I'm dealing with NAI guards, you know, and 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 NAI is a great level. I played NAI, like it's it's fantastic, but there's still a, a stark difference between NAI. Yeah, I hear
1: they're going one. I hear they're going to one division.
0: Yeah, they are. They are, which I think is huge. I think it, I think it brings them to about over like well over 200 schools. So um, I, I think it'd be good for for everybody just to go one division. Um, yeah,
1: NAI is not real big in Wisconsin.
0: Yeah, no, we have like 100 schools in NAIA here in the state of Oklahoma. Really? Yeah, I mean, and even and even the one that moves up to D2 used to be NAIA. Okay. So uh, we, we, we have a lot of like, which Oklahoma City University, which they used to be really big back in the day. They were D1 at one point in time, they're, they're still NAIA. Oklahoma Christian University is D2, they used to be NAIA, OBU, Oklahoma Baptist University.
1: I just worry about, I was talking to a coach the other day and I just worry about the big boy coming and eating them, like
0: uh, yeah, it, it may it may happen eventually uh, with with the current climate.
1: I know that that's that's it. a bigger issue. Is like, can they sustain? Like, yeah,
0: and some schools can, but
1: but the know, NCAA has a lot of money, and yeah, you know,
0: <laughs> I think eventually you're going to have. I mean, it's, only the strongs going to survive. Really,
1: I know. Over time. I know.
0: It's, it's, it's uh, not
1: necessarily the good thing, but
0: yeah, but it put in, in putting the context, 90, we, we lost 96 to 60, this kid that he just got offered to SMU, um, 30, 30, 30, points, 22 rebounds, nine blocks. So like you take that kid out of the equation, we're right there, you know, but he's six 11. Lock
1: him in the bus before he gets off the bus.
0: Yeah. He's 6'11". We call this guy six 6'3", and we're about 160-something with. So, like, we had no choice. Like, we had no chance. Like, he he just – like, our kids came out, and we, we started out really good. I think we were 6'2", and then he got his first block. He sent this kids' shot to the moon, and that, that changed the whole game right there. I think they went on, like, a 25-2 to run after that, and we, we just kind of scratched and clawed and got it down to about – 15 right before halftime, and then we, we just can never recover after that. <laughs> right. But, yeah, fourth quarter or third quarter, when they went on another run, I literally sat there, and I, I was just like, oh, <laughs> what I was do about
1: I do? <laughs> do, you have, um, do you have a coaching moment that we could dive into that would be beneficial for a coach listening, like a failure, a success, an aha moment, anything like that that we could dive into?
0: Um, I, I would probably say a decision. Okay, um, I, I I really think that whenever I was at OU, and I'm going through, you know, whether to leave, whether to go, you know, whether to to break out, and like that, there, there were opportunities for me at OU to kind of stay and kind of learn some more. Um, uh, what I would say is, if you get an opportunity to learn from some of the best, I mean, uh, granted. I, I've been blessed to be able to work or be around Dan Hayes, which is the state of Oklahoma's all-time leading school like wins and coaching, right. and and he's worked with Jim Beheim and USA Basketball, and and so the the plethora of knowledge that you can learn from a guy like that. And then you got Lon Kruger, Coach Kruger, and he, you know, his demeanor and how he carries himself on and off the floor. Like you, you'll never hear anybody say any one bad word about coach kruger now he runs this program right i i don't believe as a ga i tapped into those resources enough. know i'm um, telling you that's a life lesson I
1: t- is. my son my son's gonna go he's taking a gap year he's not gonna go to school this year he's gonna go he's gonna take a year off because mm-hmm. of the world's coming to an end um but he's gonna go next year he's gonna take a gap year anyway i tell him i said when you go to college and i told him this in high school you have to tap the people that know more than you. You're young. People want to help young people. Like yep. if you ask questions, they will help. Like if, you know, it, it, when young coaches email me, I respond because I yep. want to help them. Like I'm an old dog, but I'll help you. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I respond. It's like, it's the same in school. It's the same in college. It's the same when you're taking a new job. Yep. It's the same when you're a GA. If you would have gone in and asked coach, and he wasn't busy, he would have helped you. He would have oh, yeah. sat down and talked X's and O's
0: with you because that's what he loves. Yeah, and, and I did that, but right. like enough, you know, you you, you never you know. got to
1: push the envelope. Yes, yeah.
0: and you got and you got to know that, uh, and, and and that's why I go to a lot of practices now. Like I mean, I I tried. I mean, before, like before the pandemic hit, like last summer, I, I spent a lot of time learning Frank Hayes. Right because he's here at, at TU and I've gotten to know a lot of their staff and stuff like that, but I used to go to a practice two days a week, right. you know, and, and I would try to, you know, I, obviously I wouldn't necessarily like be all up in their business because they're trying to, you know, get stuff done, but tapping into those resources. And, and I, don't, I don't think I did that enough at OU. And isn't even just with Coach Kruger, I mean, Steve Hinton, who's now a head coach at UTSA, uh, Lou Hill, who was at UT, U, uh, University of Texas Rio Grande Valley. Right, um, yeah, you know, down there in Texas, and you know, and and Chris Crutchfield, who was at Arkansas, now at head coach at B two East Central. So, like, I have a plethora of, of amazing coaches that were around me, and I don't think I quite did that enough.
1: I think sometimes when you're young, you think you know more than you know.
0: Yeah, and and I was I was young and dumb and naive. No,
1: I mean I'm dead serious. It's like I've been coaching thirty years. I've won so many games. Yeah, and I think I know less than I did in my 20s. Swear hey. to God. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. If you want to hear more of these, <laughs> go over and uh, join t Uh 14-day free trial allows us allows us to do this. And then subscribe, like, jump up and down, do whatever you got to do. Um, tell us how. Tell us what you want to hear in the future. Steve at t-tubes.com. com. right. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.